Welcome to the Secret Place Podcast. Your relationship with Jesus Christ isn't found solely within the walls of the church, but it is cultivated and grown in the moments of everyday life. My name is Mandy Wheeler, and I invite you to join me as we journey through biblical truth for following Jesus in all seasons of life. Are you a patient person? Are you always looking for the next thing? Are you that person that immediately tries to fix a problem? I am not the most patient person. I want things taken care of not only on time, but also ahead of time. I'm not a procrastinator. I'm not good at relaxing because my mind always wonders to what I could be accomplishing. I have a knack for trying to solve problems even before they occur. And the moment something does go wrong, you better believe I'm suiting up to put out the fire. But even if you are a procrastinator, and some of my favorite people are, and that makes me crazy, on some level, we want things done when we want them to be done. And when it feels like time is running out, we tend to take the reins and make hasty decisions. What about waiting on God? If you have been a Christian any amount of time, you know what it feels like to need God to answer a prayer right now, but it seems like He is dragging His feet and not taking your crisis seriously. Waiting can last hours, days, weeks, months, years, and sometimes even a lifetime, and it can be painful to desperately need a miracle and know that God is able to do anything, but he has not moved yet. Many of us don't really have a problem believing that God can do something as in he has the ability to do it. We have a problem believing that he will do it for us. Understanding the timetable of God honestly can feel like a crazy mystery. Isaiah 55, 8-9 puts it very clearly for us. It says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Part of the journey of faith is trusting that God really does have a better plan than we do, and His timing is perfect, even when it does not feel that way. Think about the classic example of Lazarus. Can you imagine how Mary and Martha felt knowing that Jesus could have saved their brother, but he delayed coming and now Lazarus is dead? Yet even though it seemed like Jesus was too late, Lazarus was raised to life and God received glory for this incredible miracle. Waiting on God is difficult, but it's also incredibly important. When we try to fix things outside of God, when we try to do it ourselves, we just end up making a big mess. We find one of many examples of this in the Bible in the life of King Saul, the first king of Israel. I have quite a few verses to share with you, um, but I want you to to get the depth of this. So I'm going to read 1 Samuel chapter 13, verses 7 through 14. 
It says, Meanwhile, Saul stayed at Gilgal, and his men were trembling with fear. Saul waited there seven days for Samuel, as Samuel had instructed him earlier, but Samuel still didn't come. Saul realized that his troops were rapidly slipping away, so he demanded, Bring me the burnt offering and the peace offerings, and Saul sacrificed the burnt offering himself. Just as Saul was finishing with the burnt offering, Samuel arrived. Saul went out to meet and welcome him, but Samuel said, What is this you have done? Saul replied, I saw my men scattering from me, and you didn't arrive when you said you would, and the Philistines are at Michmash ready for battle. So I said, The Philistines are ready to march against us at Gilgal, and I haven't even asked for the Lord's help, so I felt compelled to offer the burnt offering myself before you came. How foolish, Samuel exclaimed. You have not kept the command the Lord your God gave you. Had you kept it, the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. But now your kingdom must end. For the Lord has sought out a man after his own heart. The Lord has already appointed him to be the leader of his people because you have not kept the Lord's command. So, in Saul's panic, he hastily made a decision to sacrifice a burnt offering, something that should have only been performed by Samuel, a priest, and his inability to wait cost him his kingdom. Had Saul waited and remained obedient to God, history would have been written differently. The lineage of Jesus would have been from the line of King Saul instead of from the line of King David. Bethlehem could have been the city of Saul instead of the city of David. And the list goes on and on. And it's easy for us to judge Saul in this story, but how often do we cave to the pressures of life instead of remaining obedient to God and waiting? probably much more often than we would like to admit. And while our impatience may not necessarily merit losing a kingdom, it does show a glaring problem, our lack of faith in Jesus. Isn't it ironic that we are willing to trust Jesus with our eternal soul when we accept salvation, but we struggle to trust God with things pertaining, uh, pertaining to our temporary earthly lives? Surely eternity holds much more weight than maybe 100 years on this earth, but we tend to act like it's the opposite way around. So how do we wait? I want to give you some practical tips of what to do in our season of waiting. And this isn't an all-inclusive list, but these are things that have helped me. Um, The first one, obviously, is to pray. We need to go to God and allow Him to comfort us while we wait. We tend to think that our walk with Jesus needs to just be this neat little package and we just always have to be okay no matter what's going on in our lives. But most of the time, Life is pretty messy and working out these things that we've got going out going on in our lives is messy. We are imperfect and broken people serving a perfect God. 
And Jesus is aware of this, and he is ready and willing to take us by the hand and lead us through. And for that, I am extremely thankful. In Mark 9, a father of a child approaches Jesus to ask him to heal his son, and the father says something that I often need to remind myself of. He asks Jesus to help his unbelief. God isn't expecting us to be perfect, but he is expecting us to come to him so that he can grow and mature us. The second one is one of my favorite things, and it is read your Bible. The word of God is such an incredible gift to us. When you are waiting on God, seek out his faithfulness on the pages of scripture. Remind yourself of his promises, his character, his love. Allow his words to sink deep into your heart, your soul, your mind, so that when the circumstances are mounting, we don't panic because our eyes are fixed on the truth of Jesus. And the third one is to welcome community. Two are better than one. We weren't created to be isolated, and when we are weathering through the storms of life, it can be very helpful to have a Christian friend, a mentor, or a pastor that we can call on for prayer, encouragement, and godly advice. So what is it that you are waiting on God for? Is it a spouse, a healing, a prodigal child to come home? Maybe it's a financial need or a career. Be encouraged today that Jesus knows what he is doing. He sees the big picture. He has the master plan. There isn't anything in our lives that surprises him. His ways truly are better. And when we choose to wait on him, he renews our strength so that we have the endurance to make it through the waiting. Isaiah forty thirty one says, But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. In Psalm twenty-seven, thirteen through 14 says, I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. So this week, I want you to take some time to write down all of your prayer requests, leaving a few blank lines in between each request, and pray over these things and commit to putting them in God's hand and leaving them there. Aren't we so good at giving things to God and then taking them back again? Put this list somewhere that you won't lose it, and as God answers each request, Write down how and when he answered it. This way you have a personal record of the faithfulness of God that you can go back and encourage yourself with in future times of waiting. Let's pray. Lord, I am so thankful that you are in charge of all of our days because we can quickly make a mess of things. Jesus, you are the one true living God who sees us and hears us and knows us. There is nothing in our lives that surprises you. Help us to wait on you even when it feels painful. Give us faith to keep trusting you even when the situation is worsening. Lord, help 
our unbelief. We trust that you have the best plan for our lives and that your timing is perfect. Let us see your goodness in every every area of our lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. As always, thank you so much for joining me. If you were encouraged by this episode, consider subscribing to this channel or sharing with a friend.